Welcome to Elevate, the podcast brought to you by Elevate Beauty Lofts. I'm your host, Pam, and every episode I'll be bringing you conversations inspired by real life situations. I believe that sharing our experiences is one of the best forms of connection, community, and therapy. Join me on this journey with a glass of wine, a full heart, right here on Elevate, the podcast. Okay, welcome back to another episode of Elevate the Podcast. Um, I'm Pam, and today we're going to talk about something that I talk about often. Um, And again, stemming from a hair salon, it is a big topic, but today's episode is self-care. What is your routine? So I think um, when it comes to this term, it gets thrown out often, But it is something that is so popular because we live in a state of constant busyness. And again, I am a woman speaking, so I'm sorry to anybody who is listening who is a male. Um, But when it comes to women, there's a different type of busyness that women have from men. So men, you know, kudos to you guys. You're strong. Um, you don't need sleep the same that like that we do. You don't need to talk as much. You know what? Let me correct myself. You may need those things, but you keep pushing on without them. Um, but when it comes to women, it's just like we need to really care about ourselves to keep going because we multitask, uh, we try to do 19 things at once. But one problem that we have, and it intensifies when you become a mother, is you put yourself second, or third, or fourth, or fifth, or 19th, or 187th. Everybody around you somehow has taken the first place over what needs to be accomplished for your life, for your day, for your week. And you somehow go on the back, 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 back burner. And um, so I want to talk about that today because it encompasses so many things. It's just like, again, it's loosely thrown out, but what is in your routine? So some of the things that I've really worked on this year and you really notice a difference in your life is uh, heading back to the gym. So again, having two kids, one nine, one five. Um, after the first child, I found it was a lot easier. Uh, I only had to take care of her. And any like new moms out there or moms who've had one or or more, notice that your first child, it's like everything is done right. You are getting the right car seat, the perfect stroller. You're feeding them organic purees, homemade um, like you just like even the bar of soap, like everything is researched to the T. You just don't mess up because you want to be 
Mrs. Perfect Mom. And so that for me was also getting back in shape. Um, plus I was younger. Uh, I had her at like 30. Um, so at that point, it's like I had all this energy and time. I had a lot of time. Now f- got back into like shape and I don't even look at the scale, but I was very small. Um, but it's more like shape where I had energy. I felt confident. My clothes fit me comfy. And then it comes down to the second child and it's like, oh my goodness, well now I have to take care of the second child. Maybe I don't obsess as much about what type of stuff I'm going to bathe her with or feed her. Like I think she was eating chocolate four years prior to Madison even seeing one. But, um, it came to the point of working out. I just couldn't find time because everything else in life took priority over myself. So if it was, oh, I'm going to go to the gym, but oh no, what's everyone going to eat for dinner? Or maybe I should wash the dishes. Or maybe actually I should do an activity with the kids. Or maybe somebody needs me. And God forbid I give myself the time to go to the gym because you know you start having mom guilt. That's that stupid phrase called mom guilt. Again, if dads are listening, sorry, this is not a job, but like, do you ever get dad guilt? Because I feel like dads don't have dad guilt, or maybe it's not a term, but I got mom guilt. And so it was like, oh, well, I don't deserve to go to the gym if the house is unkept, or I don't deserve to go to the gym if I didn't spend a lot of time with my kids, or maybe their hair needed washing. So like, okay, I just won't go to the gym today. And then it became such a thing where it was like, well, do I need to go to the gym? I mean, oh, I already have two kids like married. Like, what do you need to go to the gym for? But again, self-care. So I finally got back into it. I didn't want to be cliche this year and do the typical New Year's thing because I feel like, again, we just put ourselves to set up for a disaster because we put 5,000 things on a piece of paper or a vision board. And we're like, yay, new year, new me. And then by like, I don't know, third week of January, we're failing. So uh, long story short, I didn't do that. I just said, let me get my eating right. And once my eating is right, that will give me the energy to go back to the gym. So now that I'm back in the gym, it's like, holy cow, like what was I waiting for? Um, And there's so many benefits. So again, if you're listening to this and you're like, I can't go to the gym or, oh, it's so overwhelming. There's so much things that like, or too much weight I need to lose. So I'm just going to stick with the weight or whatever. Try not to look at it at it as so much as a weight or external thing, but really look at it as this is the body that is taking me through life. This is the body that is going to carry me if I have to run, when I need to sleep, if I need to climb a set of stairs. Like this is the body that actually does it for me without asking. Like you don't even ask it, it just does it. So there's so many other benefits added from that that you don't need to. So like one, it like working out delivers oxygen to your tissues um, and your cardiovascular system. So like when you need to breathe, like if someone is chasing you, no one's going to start chasing you, but hey, you never know. Um, If someone is chasing you, like how are you going to breathe while you're running? Um, Heart and like lung health. um, There is like energy. So like you ever wake up and you're just like, man, I got to clean the house and do laundry and I just don't have the energy. But working out actually gives you more energy. Like you think it exhausts you of your energy, but it does something where the the body just creates more. Um, Your mood, like your mood is better because again, 
when you're working out, something chemically happens. Uh, you get better sleep because now when you go to sleep, you're actually like exhausted, but like physically as well. Um, anybody out there who has like a sex drive issue, I've heard that it corrects this. I'm not going to comment on that one, but it's also something. Um, it boosts your endurance. Uh, it can combat diseases. And again, Diseases to me, I always remember, I think it was Joyce Meyer or Joel Osteen said, um, you don't have a disease, you're just living in dis-ease. And so like if you break the word down from disease, yeah, it's dis-ease. So if you're living in a state where you're uneasy, this is what puts your body into stress. So working out again, that can have some sort of benefits to combat that. And then if you look at things as well, like and this also goes under self-care because it's working out. But And this is on the Mayo Clinic, guys. Like, I'm not making claims. I am not a doctor. But anxiety, um, working out helps with that. Strokes, depression, um, cancer in some cases, blood pressure, arthritis. There's a bunch of stuff that it actually physically can combat and be preventative just from working out. And again, I don't want to... Um, I don't want everyone to think like, oh yes, I need to go to the gym. Like for me and my body type, I was a stick figure my whole life. I was like 90 pounds soaking wet in like grade 12. And all I used to do was eat 19 like protein bars and protein shakes a day. Cause all I wanted to do was gain weight. Like I just wanted to have thick thighs and I wanted to have some weight and I was wearing size double zero and I just didn't feel womanly. Now I'm like, wow, if only I knew back then to not wish. But anyways, um, now like 70 pounds heavier, I have the thick legs, but now I want the tone. And I always say I want to look like Britney Spears, like circa 2000. Um, but I have to lift heavy in order to create that muscle. So I'm not telling everybody that you have to have the same goal. And I'm not saying to do this because you want to fit in whatever size jean. If that's your goal, then great. If you want to do a fitness competition, great. I have many clients that have done that. And I'm just like, wow, the body can really do crazy things. But for me, it's more of like, yeah, just feeling good in your skin. So even if it's a walk, if you don't want a gym membership and you're not a gym person, fine, but incorporating to your daily routine, like walking, going outside, because again, it's not just the walk that's a physical exercise, but now for your like mental health, you're in nature, there's trees, there's fresh air, um, or going swimming. You can go for a swim, uh, shoveling snow, you can mow the lawn, you can do gardening. Like I've done gardening the past couple of years and I wake up and my body's hurting the next day. Like, I'm like, wow, I didn't realize this is what could happen. Um, dancing. Sometimes I put on my Google home to music and me and the girls just have a full on like club in my living room. And it's great. Uh, it's great because I don't have to get dressed up, but it's great because like you're moving. Anything to get your body moving is step one. You don't have to like create this like immaculate plan. Five days, I'm going to go for an hour and a half, like literally just move. So for me, I have Sandy and Sandy gets me out of the house twice a day. And depending on the weather, but even in the like minus 30, like 
crazy snow days that we had, I still went outside twice a day and I still walked her, even if it was for 10 minutes. And I was like proud of that because at least I was moving and I got my body moving. And that moment when you have to go to the gym or you have to go for the walk, like you can tell yourself a million things, but I can almost bet a hundred percent of the time when you come back, you're so happy that you did it and you feel good. It's just to get past that point. Um, so like you don't have to join a gym, just do it in anything that you have. Um, but even with self-care, um, it's, you know, it's been proven to give you a longer lifespan. Um, and you can be very mindful. Um, and we need joy. So like, if you give yourself that self-care, like have a bubble bath or, um, let yourself go on the trip or let yourself let other people down because you need to prioritize yourself first. Not saying like, I don't care about you, but like, Hey, I know you want to spend time tonight, but right now I just want to sit and read this book and be by myself. Or I just want to lay and, and, and collect my thoughts. Like I just want to clear out some data from my brain. You're allowed to do that. You need to embrace what yourself needs because then you're better equipped to handle life and all that it throws at you. You're better equipped to manage stress. And then you're allowed to, to feel, you're able to feel joy. You're able to find what gives you joy and really search in those moments and think like, who am I and what do I actually like and what do I want out of my life? And like, what do I want my days to look like? And so again, there's like all the other stuff where it's like, you know, if you want to really go all out, like book yourself a facial or check out and go get a massage, park your car by the water, read, um, like, I don't know, anything, anything could be done. Like, like I said, a bubble bath and just really immerse yourself in, Hey, me, I love you. And I appreciate everything that you do for me every day. Let's celebrate ourselves tonight. I'm going to pour myself a glass of wine. We're going to get out some of the, um, bath soaks hashtag. If you want to come to elevate midnight Paloma, you know, their bath soaks are the bomb, but Hey, we're going to have a bath and we're going to celebrate ourselves tonight. And I'm going to read a book and we're just going to sit in that water and just be, and be present. Um, and another self-care thing I, I have to add in here is, you know, try to minimize the time you spend scrolling Instagram. Uh, I'm guilty of it too. But when you go on there, like you can't even care about yourself because all you do is care about everybody else that you see. And now you think yourself sucks. So try to get some time away from there. Maybe give yourself some, um, I don't know plan like I get half an hour a day and when I'm done that half an hour and also be mindful of like who you're following who are you following and why that's a good self-care practice because what you put in is what you get out so if you're gonna put things that there's a difference between things you aspire to want to have in your life versus things that you want and you feel like jealousy or negative emotions towards so just remove those things just keep your bubble protected um, and just know that that's it because these things, you really don't realize the impact it has on your body. I go to physio guys for diastasis recti because when I had kids, I gained like 80 pounds each one and my abs tore so big that they just didn't go back. So now I always look like, you know, I'm like three months pregnant, but um, it's because 
that's what happened. So that's a physical condition I went to physio for. And I've been to this physiotherapist like four or five times. And she constantly tells me the back pain that I feel is less associated with the diastasis and more associated with lifestyle. So are you taking care of yourself? Are you delegating things that you can't take on all yourself? Are you feeling like mom guilt? So trying to do it all. All of these things she went into are the things that I was just talking about in this episode. And it's true. When I started to implement change in those areas and really focus on caring for myself, a lot of the back pain started to to go away. So again, it really goes to show you like we have to honor ourselves. We have to care about ourselves. We have to nurture our souls and just be mindful of how much time we spend on things that do the opposite. Anyways, that is enough of me rambling, but I am quite proud. I have gotten back into the gym and it's great. Find yourself some friends if the gym is your thing. I love it because I pump some Kanye in my ears and I really challenge myself. I got up to like 110 pounds on the squat rack. Very proud of myself. My neck hurts a little bit from the bar, but I just keep challenging myself and it's, it's again, it's a me thing. It's not because I want to show the world that I did it. It's because I'm, I'm, I'm giving myself new goals and it's just something that I wanted to do and it doesn't have to be for any other reason. So find what, what your routine is. Um, if it's creating a vision for yourself of what you want it to look like, sure, write it down, but just be realistic, be realistic and know that you're the only person that can carry you through every single day and you're doing a great job. Anyways, if you enjoyed this, make sure that you're subscribed and check out our blog page, www.elevatebeautylofts.com. There's a lot of fun stuff coming. We have a lot of cool things coming out for May, Mother's Day, honoring moms in the self-care, facials, blow dries, all of those fun things. Anyways, until next time, have a great week and we will catch you on the next episode. See you later. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Elevate, the podcast brought to you by Elevate Beauty Lofts. If you've taken anything away from this episode, it's to live with love, forgive, give yourself grace, and know that we're all in this together. To get more feel-good stuff like this, subscribe to our newsletter at www.elevatebeautylofts.com and follow us on Instagram at Elevate Beauty Lofts and leave a review. But most of all, share this episode with somebody. You never know who needs it. See you next time.